Welcome to DFS with Fields of Fantasy, hosted by Johnny B, Dowie, and our DFS expert, Riku. Welcome to DFS with Fields of Fantasy. It's your boy, Dowie. It is Super Bowl weekend. We've made it our last episode of the season, and I'm joined by Riku for our last episode. How are you, mate? Good, excited about the Super Bowl, Super Bowl, a bit disappointed that Lions didn't make it, but, you know, when you go three and fourth down, these things happen, but at least we had an entertaining uh, playoffs. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I think, you know what, everyone's a bit disappointed, but for me, 49ers were the best team in the NFC. I think you could argue the Ravens probably was the best in the season, the AFC, but you never back against uh, Andy Reid, Mahomes and Kelsey, do you? No, you know it's it's a it, it's a funny one because we we spoke a lot on this show and other shows uh, during the season and we we're all saying how bad the Chiefs looked, but you know it's that experience, the championship experience, and you know I'm still not convinced that Mahomes has good receivers, but somehow and a good defense they've kind of ground ground those wins in important games and shown up, and now it wouldn't be surprising if they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, so look, at the minute, the 49ers are 2.5 favourites. The game's got an over of 47. What do you think on the odds on that? Do you favour the 49ers or...? I mean, look, it's it's like a field goal between them, so I think it's a fair assessment. Neither of them are going to be playing uh, at home. Uh, so I think, I think it's fair. I think the 49ers are probably the favourites, but again, it wouldn't surprise me. No outcome in this game would surprise me. If the Chiefs destroyed the 49ers, and we've seen the 49ers have those bad games and Brock Purdy having those turnovers, or if the Chiefs have one of those games like they did, did have against the Raiders, your Raiders, uh, on Christmas Day, that wouldn't surprise me either. It could be a very close, boring game. So I think yeah. everything's up in the air. So this is definitely not one-sided game in any way. Yeah, I think I'm edging towards the Kansas City Chiefs just because... I like Mahomes a lot more than I like Brock Purdy. I think 49ers have got to get CMC cooking. He's going to be pivotal in them winning. But I think if Mahomes can get going, I think that's I think he's the key to the game. Yeah, although Mahomes hasn't had many ceiling games this season. So even just looking at um, sort of drafting points and we look at the playoff run, he hasn't cracked. So since week... Uh, since week seven this season, he hasn't cracked over 22 points. So uh, it's not like he's had a spectacular season in terms of yards or everything else. But the main thing is he doesn't get sacked. He doesn't turn the ball over. So he doesn't cost his team anything. So, you know, and he, he keeps makes them the in the game. at the right time, doesn't he? Yeah, he keeps them in the game. And I think that's kind of undervalued. Um, so we have two very good pocket part, more or less pocket passes played against each other. You know, the 49ers obviously have better weapons and I think the Chiefs have probably a better defence. Yeah. I'll tell you what would be interesting, though. The 49ers win this. Imagine the film they make on Brock Purdy after it. Big cut Brock. Imagine no, that. it's most irrelevant. That's what the film's going to be called. But you, you definitely know that if they win this, there is going to be a film on Brock Purdy. Oh, yeah. I mean, he'll be like, uh, what's it? You've got that Kurt Warner from the Rams film that's yeah, yeah. Uh, on Disney+. Plus. But, you know, I think it's a good story. And, you know, I more power to Brock Purdy. He's had a good season. And, you know, I think sometimes 
these later on quarterbacks don't really get a shot. And I think it's a bit unfair if you call him a system quarterback in many ways, because actually, if you look at the Lions game, I think he won it through his individual effort, you know. From yeah, the rushing he won yards play, rushing, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, he played really well. Yeah, so, you know what, I will be rooting for him. Um, obviously, being a Raider fan, Chiefs divisional rivals, 49ers, uh, our town rivals. Um, it's a bit sickening to see them both at the Raiders Stadium. So, well, yeah, imagine uh, they'll be there in the you know changing rooms and they'll be there using the facilities. So, you but you Mark know that Davis gonna... will be leering from some sort of people. You know, though, they're not going to be in there smoking cigar shouting Raiders how it should be done. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, let's get on with this week's slate now. I'll be honest, these showdowns. I don't really like them, but we're going to have a league on it. And uh, it starts off with a captain. They get 1.5 points. Is that correct? Yeah, they do. And then, so looking at this price point, the, the highest player is Kelsey at 15.3. Oh, no, it's not. No, we've got uh, we've got CMC is the highest. Yeah, uh, sorry, um, I've yeah. got my team, yeah. yeah. So CMC, 18. Yeah, Mahomes 15-9, Kelsey 15-3, Big Cup Brock 15, Debo 13-8, Ayuk 13-12, Pacheco 12, Royce 11,400, Kittle 9,600. So when you look at making a lineup for this, do you spend the money on the highest or do you go middle or low? I think it really depends on the week, right? Some weeks, uh, if there's like an obvious low price pay, so captains are also more expensive. So I think they're 1.5 more expensive. So you can build a lineup in a few ways. You build a lineup by having a really cheap captain that might get you, say, 10 points. So he gets you 15 points in, in the grand scheme of things. And then what you do is you shove in all the good plays. But if you look at this week, the Chiefs and the 49ers, there's no obvious cheap play. Uh, there's no obvious kind of guy that's going to play. And I think that uh, tactic works quite well when you have like a backup running back or, you know, you have a third wide receiver that gets a lot of targets. So that works. So I think in this week, you're kind of asking yourself, and every week in show, showdown, you need to ask yourself like, what story are you telling? So if you have... Brandon, if you have, say, Brandon Ayuk as your captain, you're saying that he'll probably be the highest scoring player of the week. Uh, so you probably need Brock Purdy to... The, the way he gets there is through Brock Purdy. So I think there's a lot of considerations, but it's a lot of around showdowns about what story are you telling. The other thing I'd say is there's a lot of uh, people... It's easy for lineups where you do kind of three from one team, three from another, but when you look at a lot of the trip winning lineups in showdown... It can be like a 5-1, uh, 4-2. So often in one team, you know, if you think about this week, you could have four 49ers players. You could have Pacheco and, say, a cheap uh, 49ers wide receiver, and that could be the optimal lineup. And the other thing I'd say, just final and showdown, actually leaving salary on the tables more, you can leave a lot more than you would in a normal DFS because sometimes... What you want to get is unique. You want to get some a combination that not everybody has, and you can achieve that through being a bit different with your captain, but also 
by leaving some salary on the table. So if you've got enough money for, say, um, you've got Pacheco, but you can go up to Kelsey, sometimes actually leaving that money on the table and sticking with Pacheco is a good idea. Who, who, who do you fancy for your captain this week? Uh, you know, I've got a few. I've got a few options. The one I really like as a captain is Isaiah Pacheco. Um, I think Jarek McKinnon's not going to play. There's a small chance he might play, but Pacheco I think is an interesting captain because Pacheco gets his points through rushing, mainly through rushing and touchdowns on the ground. And what that means is every time he scores a touchdown, uh, Kelsey, Rice and Mahomes are not getting points. Uh, so I think he's interesting from kind of a leverage perspective. So I like Pacheco as a captain, and I think he'll be less owned than any of the Chiefs pass catchers. The only problem with the 49ers, of course, sorry, the Chiefs, of course, is that when he's close to the goal line, they've always got some sort of trick play to Kelsey or someone else. So... That's when it becomes problematic. But, you know, I could see a lineup with Pacheco as captain, uh, one other Chiefs player, and then, say, Rashi Rice, and then four 49ers. So I like Pacheco. And then on the KC side, uh, I think the most obvious and popular captain is obviously going to be CMC. Yeah, He's probably the best play. But actually, the person I really like as a captain is uh, Brandon Ayuk, because, we you know, Ayuk can go for those big games, uh, the Chiefs do give up some uh, yards to wide receivers and I could see this being a game where uh, Purdy's going to be thrown deep and they're going to be aggressive so this could be one of those IU games where you know he burns one of the Chiefs corners who have been playing really well and gets one of those big receptions and I think IU has a potential to be uh, sort of a game breaker in this game That's interesting, so I've actually got two captains who are different to yours? I actually like Rice at the price point. Yeah, eleven thousand four hundred. So he's the cheapest receiver out the big ones by quite a bit. And uh, you see him go for them hundred yards, touchdowns. You know, he's been heavily involved, hasn't he? Yeah, yes. So for me, eleven thousand four hundred it saves that money to get the bigger players in your actual team. And if it goes off, that also takes points away from Kelsey. Yeah, so I quite like her, Royce, on that one. And then just looking at it, he's someone I didn't actually think of. But now looking at his price point, George Kittle, 9,600. Now we know he's boom or bust. He's very much one of them. You have him as your captain. He's either going to win it, yeah, or he's going to cost you. You know, he doesn't ever seem to have an average week, does he? he no, goes he Like I had him in uh, last week and he, he didn't, well, the, the last playoffs, he didn't do very well, but Weeks before he's won lineups, hasn't he? Yeah, I think Kittle, you're right. Kittle's an interesting one because... At 9,600 as well. That's yeah. big savings. Yeah, Kittle's a very interesting one. And, um, you know, the the Chiefs have uh, Charles Onemu, however you say his name, one of the pass rushers. He's injured uh, this week and he'll be out of the Super Bowl. So I think Kittle's been particularly good in games where Trent Williams is playing and they're not too worried about the pass rush, which might be this game. Uh, the other games where he's been good is when they don't scheme up usage for Debo Samuel or, you know, one of Debo Samuel Ayuka away, which isn't this game. But, you know, I think the 
49ers, it's going to go, the ball tends to kind of funnel to one of these three pass catchers. Mm -hmm. So Samuel, Ayuk and Kittle. So it could be any of them. And I think Kittle's going to be an interesting one. And as you said, with the price considered, I think he's got as much upside as Debo Samuel. Uh, so I think it's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, so if we then go look at the rest of this slate, you would then get CMC at 12,000, Mahomes 10-6, Kelsey 10-2, Purdy 10, Debo's 9-2, Ayuk 8-8, Pacheco 8, Roy 7,600, Kittle 6,400. So I think if you go with Kittle, you can throw a few of them in, can't you? Yeah, and I I don't see, so, you know, Often in showdowns, a lot of uh, people love playing QBs as captains because they often tend to get like that 20-plus points uh, on an average week. And in a good week, they can get to 30 points. If you look at Mahomes, as I said earlier, he hasn't got you many 30-point games, partly because the Chiefs they play, it's not really deep passing and it's not bombs away like it used to be when Tyreek Hill was there. So you'll throw the ball off by it's going to be like short passes, uh, and short kind of design plays, and they've become more run heavy this season. Um, the other thing with Brock Purdy is in the middle of the season, he had a lot of these big games, but actually it feels a lot like they are being a bit more cautious with what they're asking him to do. So, again, I think he's going to be one that could get you 20 points, but I think it's a good possibility of one of the pass catchers from the Chiefs or um, or the 49ers puts up over 20 points, yeah. and they're going to be cheaper than, aside from Travis Kelsey, they're going to be cheaper than Purdy or Mahomes. So yeah, I'm Purdy averages 19.9 per game. So, yeah. So, looking at that, um, I, I really feel like I'm going to be a bit more Chiefs-heavy in my liner. Yeah, I might go 49ers, but I just need to figure out. I think the, the, the big question is this week, CMC as he's any week when he plays DFS, right? Because he's so expensive. If he goes off for 30 points and is the highest scoring uh, player, then the chances of, I mean, you're not going to win anything because he's going to be really popular. However, if, if CMC goes off uh, moderately and gets you 22 points and you have him in your flex, then you probably need him or 25 points. You probably need him, but, Everybody that has CMC as a captain. So what I'll probably be looking to do this week is have quite a bit of CMC. I might do like 10 lineups or something, but have quite a bit of CMC, maybe six, seven lineups, but not having as a captain at all and kind of hedge my bets that way and say, you know what, if he goes off, I'm not winning anything. But if he doesn't go off, then uh, I have a good chance. Yeah, I, I don't have CFC as a captain. I, I do really think uh, I did one lineup already and uh, I had Rice as my captain. But having Rice in it, that meant I needed to have Mahomes in my team. Yeah. So I had Mahomes in my team. Um, I, I did have Kittle as well, just for the price point. I think he's probably the best value on the slate. Um, looking at the cheaper options, do you ever put a kicker in your team? Booker, 5,000. Yeah. 5,200. You know, they're kicking in a dome, right? They are kicking in a dome. It's easy to kick. I think Moody's not a very good kicker, to be honest. Uh, Chiefs do go for it quite best on fourth down, but they might be a bit more conservative against the 49ers, take the points, which the Lions didn't do. I think 
sometimes I put kicker, but I think the field probably puts kickers in more than they should. So, what what's the scoring with kickers in this? So do they get free? You know, they get a three point conversion. Do they get the three points? No, let me let me check because I you know I never look at the scoring for kickers, and we should we should probably know that, but. It's partly to do with the distance where you kick him from. So if you kick him from, um, you know, fifty yards out and so forth, then that's that's the kind of thing. Let me just check. Well, what's your thoughts about defenses? Well, I don't like this game. I don't see there being many mistakes. No. So I I do think so. You got forty nine ers at four thousand four hundred. Chiefs are three thousand four hundred. I think if I'm looking at either one. I probably would fancy the Chiefs to make more mistakes out of Brock Purdy than... Because, for, for example, say the Chiefs take a bit of a lead. Yeah. That's going to make uh, 49ers have to throw. Now, we've seen, the four, we've seen Purdy against the Ravens when he was forced to throw, and he made quite a few errors. Didn't he get intercepted like three times? Um, I think he did, yeah. But, you know, they were behind with the Lions as well, so it depends. I think it's going to be... Look, the game, as I said, could go anyway, but I think it's going to be relatively close. And I, 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 yeah, defense doesn't really appeal to me. I think if what I was putting one, it'd be the Chiefs about yourself. Yeah, I mean, look, both defensive lines are good. Uh, I think, yeah, I think that neither defense. It's not a matchup where the play calling is going to be rescue. I don't think it's going to be a shootout where somebody's going to pick six. So I'm not that keen on defences. So the kicking points are one for extra points, uh, three for under 40-yard field goal, four for 40, 50 yards, and five points for over 50 yards. So they are, I mean, look, they are kicking in a dome, mm -hmm. which means that they're going to be trying to kick the ball from further out, particularly if a kicker has a big leg like Harrison Botka, and the weather's not going to be as much of a concern. So you're going to be picking in kind of fine conditions so potentially but i do think with this if you're looking at you know you're paying about five five thousand for each and you're looking at the flex you have kittle if you go up for six thousand four hundred uh you have defenses you have players like mvs so it's a weird price point so i'm probably gonna have to play around a bit and figure out what i'm gonna do with the kickers but i'm not mad about jake moody from the 49ers. I don't really rate him as a kicker, but I do rate Harrison Botka. So yeah. I think I said they've probably got a ceiling though in there about what 12, 13 points a kicker. I mean, look, if if they get 12, 13 points, you'd be quite happy, but often you get they gain seven, eight points. So that so, could be if they can get two you really want your kicker to get two forty plus, that'll get you eight points, won't it? Yeah, and then a few extra points. So you might get eleven, twelve, but yeah. It's by one of the cheapies. So MVS goes for 60 yards, three receptions, and a touchdown. Then he's already in the optimal, whereas kickers aren't. So yeah. that's the other thing. So looking at the cheaper options after the kickers, we've got one Jennings, 4,000, MVS, 3,000. Elijah Mitchell, 2,800. Watson, 2,400. Noah Gray, 1,800. McCall Arderman, 1,8. CEH, 1,2. Yusek, 800. Uh, Richie James, I guess, is the only other name now. Sometimes get a bit yeah. worse, 400. 
anything there what really I mean look if I'm having a defense uh if I'm doing the Chiefs as a defense I might consider Hardman because I think he's their punt returner yeah and they kick off returner actually they use Richard James quite best as well so need to figure out who they like to use Richard James or Hardman as a punt return or kick returner so I might pair those if I'm doing the same for the 49ers, so I use a defense. Ray Ray McLeod is their punt returner. So I might think about that as an option. I think those kind of make sense. From $200, the TT, $200, Ray Ray McLeod. Yeah, exactly. So I think, you know, you might get sneaky by putting, if he gets a, if he gets a, a punt return in, the defense gets six points and he gets six points. That's 12 points for more or less nothing so it's not a bad shout but he's not going to get many touches um noah gray i think is interesting he's 1800 he gets three four targets in a game if he falls into the end zone and gets a touchdown i think there's some potential uh the other one is justin watson uh they're using the law as a deep threat uh like they use mbs so i think he's a fairly similar play to mbs except they probably play him a bit more on the field. So I think he's an interesting player from that perspective. But aside from that, I mean, Juan Jennings, he hardly gets much run if all of the wide receivers are playing. Um, he played against the Packers. I mean, he got six targets, uh, five receptions and 61 yards, got 11 points. But I think Debo was not 100%. So I think that they don't really give him much run unless there's injuries. So he doesn't particularly interest me. So I'm going to probably go look up kind of MVS, maybe Watson, Noah Gray, and then I'll think about the punt or kick returners in those lineups where it's kind of really difficult to put anything else in. Yeah, I, I, I quite like MVS because he's one of them players, you don't see him all game and he goes off for a 60-yarder, don't he, something like that. Um had that great catch against the Ravens as well, what finished the game off, didn't it? Yeah, I think my only problem with MVS is, so just looking through kind of snap rates, so MVS did have a nearly a full-time role in the last game. Watson played 44 snaps, but there's lots of weeks where the third receiver gets rotated, so they play a lot. They play MVS, sometimes Watson, then they play Sky Moore, who might be coming back. They use a bit of Richie James. They use a bit of Hardman. So all of those can be a lottery. So with MBS, you're really banking on that one long touchdown, which could come. But I'm not saying for people not to play him, but I think he's going to be a lot more popular than, say, Justin Watson or any of the other options. So I think he's a good play, but you, you're banking that he catches a deep pass. And he doesn't drop it, which we've seen happen many times. Yeah. Yeah, he's tough. MVS is one. About Elijah Mitchell, you see anything in him? So, I think the 49ers, they, you know, CMC has, like, ridiculous snap rates. He has, like, 95 93% snap rates uh, throughout the season. So, I think if this is a game where they've given him one week off, so he's had a rest. So, I just don't see Elijah Mitchell gain anything but kind of like non-high-value touches. So they're not going to allow him to play in the goal line. Uh, I mean, looking at the last few weeks, week 20, he had 2% uh, snap share. Last week against the Lions, 9%. And when I was watching the game, he kind of came off. 
he did a cup, he did a carry, and CMC came back on, so they just gave him like a breather essentially. So they're not going to give him any goal line work. They're not going to give him anything. Excellent. Yeah. So as we've been talking, I've just done a team. Have you? Right. I'm going to tell you, team. See what you think of this. Captain Rice. Nice. In the flex, CMC. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. George Kittle. Yeah. Butker. Yeah. MVS. And there's 1,600 left to spend. Yeah, I like it. I mean, showdowns are both a lottery, isn't they? I mean, it's so hard to predict who are going to be the... Well, first you have to predict who's the highest scoring player, price considered, on the, in that game. But then you have to predict who are the five other players. Um, and it's so, all, it's like all who you think. Like for me, I feel like Mahomes is going to be the man to win the Super Bowl. And I feel like it could be Rice will be his main target. Yeah. Someone else might look at it, you know, they might think, well, it's going to be CMC or they're going to think Brock and Debo or Brandon Ayuk. Could it be Travis Kelsey does it for Taylor Swift? <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I never play uh, tight ends against uh, the 49ers because I know Fred Warner and uh, Dre Greenlaw are such good coverage linebackers. But Kelsey's obviously had a kind of one of the best games of his career last week. But I just think, in general, I, I don't like playing tight ends against 49ers. So I'll let other people play Kelsey and I won't worry about him too much. But in some ways, if Mahomes is going to have 300 yards and three touchdowns, you kind of think Kelsey's going to play some part in it. But who knows? Uh, Rice could get two and uh, MBS could get one. So it's yeah. it's all hard to predict. Well, my sources tell me Taylor Swift is in Japan a couple of days doing a concert and then she's flying over for the big game. She's had a busy week. She was at Grammys yesterday. She's going to Japan to do a gig. She's going to fly over uh, to watch Kelsey yeah, win or lose. I did get a message saying we need to get this edited tonight and out tomorrow so she can listen to it on the plane. So Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so before we go, Rico, I'm going to put you on the spot. What's your, what's your prediction for the score and the winner? I think the 49ers are going to win uh, 26-27-24. Uh, I think they're going to win. I'm going to go Chiefs 24-17. You always have to do the maths when you're doing like NFL calculations. Like what is that? A field goal, a safety, a two-point conversion? Mm. You kind of have to get there. So, yeah, it's uh, – yeah. Yeah, so wow. that's what's addiction. But yeah, thank you for coming on, Riku. Pleasure. Let's last, see how it last goes. Episode of the season, but I'm sure we'll do a few odd ones off season. Maybe we'll yeah, do a we'll coaching do, carousel. We'll do some team previews. Look yeah, at we've got the, the team draft. previews coming up in the summer. We'll do maybe a coach. Should we do a coaching carousel episode uh, later? Yeah, we can do that. Let's do that. If the fans, if 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 people think we should do a coaching carousel episode, then comment and like and share, and we'll do it. We'll do that. We'll do a few. We'll do. We'll keep the fans updated with what's going on and our opinions. We can talk about my views about Dan Quinn leaving, so we can get there in the next episode. So yes, but yes, thank you for coming on all season, Riku. It's been a pleasure as always. My all right, pleasure. Thanks. Thank you to everyone who's listening. Don't forget to join our league. The link will be in the description when it's up, and we will put it all over social media. 
So good luck all on the last weekend. Thank you all for listening this season. Very much appreciated. We'll see you all soon.